Hey, everybody. How's it going? We're back with another edition of the Power Up and Play podcast, episode number eight, the great eight. And boy, we have a huge one. I'm here with my boy, Ian. How's it going, buddy? It's going. It's been a couple of weeks since the last time we did this, so I'm excited. And a lot's happened. Yeah, things got hectic. Things got busy. Things got hectic. News is coming in left and right. It's a good time to be a video game player. Yep, Xbox is just dropping bombs. Sony just, you know, hit up, you know, surprised everyone with the ability to pre-order out of left field, pretty much. Yeah, dropping bombs is right. I feel <laughs> like uh, Sony handled that a little different than Xbox, but at the same time, I think as a consumer, when it comes to pre-orders, I'd rather it be willy-nilly. I don't know why. I, I just feel like every more people have a chance to get it if it's off the cuff. Mm, I don't know. I think it's are, more fair, like the other way around. Like, well, who gives a shit about fair? I don't know. Let's be realistic. Who gives a shit about fair? Because someone's not going to get one, right? It's just the way it is. Not everyone can get it, but I don't yeah. know. Like, I remember PS4. It was like I remember PS4 was like perfect because it was like rumored that they were going to announce it. But it wasn't like confirmed, yeah. And so I remember watching E3 and just being like ready to pre-order it, and they did. They were like pre-orders now, and I was there yeah. like, ready. So that, that felt like fair because it was like if you were following it, you kind of knew. Mm-hmm. But well, I mean, they did the same thing this time. It's just people seem to be a little bit more caught off guard because I think it was it wasn't an open pre-order <laughs> the moment. It no, happened, no right? they, didn't, they didn't talk about it at all. They had a Sony conference an hour long, and I watched it. I came yep. on work early to watch it, even. And yeah. I watched it, and they didn't really talk about the console itself that much. It was mostly games. Games, baby, games. And then it just ended. And then, like, it wasn't immediately. I was, like, 45 minutes later, retailers was, started posting. Yeah. posting and it was creators. random. Yeah, it was yeah, super it went, random. Like, Nobody Walmart expected went it. first, and yeah. then... Uh, Best Buy and Target and Amazon went at midnight, which seemed a little more organized. Like it came out at a set time, but no, they didn't tell anybody. Yeah, it was weird. So it was kind of helter skelter, but at the same time, like I said, I feel like people have a better chance of getting one when it's random somehow than it is when everybody's sitting there waiting well, for yeah, that moment. The, the big problem with Xbox was wasn't the availability; it was you know the servers of the actual websites couldn't handle the traffic. Yeah, it's basically bottlenecking. Yeah. Uh, You know, like, everybody's going to be there, so. But at the same time, people that got their pre-orders in, congratulations. If you didn't, you know damn well they're going to have a million of them in due time. Like, part of this is marketing. Like, you know, generating hype by making it seem so hard to get one that you feel like if you see it, you have to buy it. Yep, and I I fall victim to that every time. Yeah, I do too. Don't get me wrong. Can't help it. And I'm such from somebody who works in marketing too. It's just I can't help it. <laughs> yeah, you know what's happening, but you're doing it anyway. Right. But I personally, I pre-ordered the PlayStation Five. Um, I got one for myself and for the girlfriend. So we, we're gonna have the two PS Fives. It's gonna be great. Did you get the like the big boy edition, whatever they the call big that? boy edition. The I'm series. physical media <laughs> until the, the day I die. <laughs> There are no digital scrub consoles in my household. We put discs in this house. Yeah, I don't I don't deal with this, but I still buy the disc version just because you never know. Like It's true. You yeah, never know. You never know. 
And you went the other route. Yeah, I got my Series X pre-order, which I was pretty stoked about. Congrats. Um, that must have been actually harder to get than a PS5, like I said. It I think it was, so I was actually in a meeting at work. Doing <laughs> <laughs> um, your job it, well. No, well, I contracted my sister to, to try for me. Cause, uh, so my meeting was like 10.30 to 11.30, and the freaking pre-orders are at 11. So oh, I was stuck. Brutal. Yeah. So, well, it was brutal because I could feel my phone blowing up in my pocket, and I obviously couldn't check it. And oh. uh, so I was like, because my sister was trying for me, and um, long story short, she was not able to get one because, like, oh, no. Target, she was able to get it into her cart in Target, but, like, the cart system was, like, broken, and, like, yes. you can, it kept removing it from her cart over and over again. Yeah. She said Amazon was just 404s. Um, yep. What else did you try? Microsoft Store, same thing. Uh, so yeah. it actually worked out for me. So I got back to my desk at like 11.35 and I just opened up Microsoft Store and within five minutes I was able to get through myself and get it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, because I think wow. you know everyone else was banging their heads against the wall for the first 40 minutes and it started to get better by the time that I sat down. Yeah, um, we, we had that with the Best Buy for the PS5 launch is you could put it in your cart and then from there it just wouldn't let you advance. It, yeah. You would have to refresh, refresh. But we stayed with it. Mm-hmm. and kept refreshing and Kristen just sat there refreshing over and it finally let her go through to the payment method and then she had to refresh that 20 times yeah but then eventually it went through they confirmed the order and it, but it was just persistence yeah so something happened too with me where when I was in the checkout like every step of the checkout was taking like five minutes yeah and uh I got to it wouldn't take my credit card I was like fuck and it was giving me like a generic error message and then Greg actually in our Discord said something about how like his Visa card isn't working, and him saying that was making me think like, oh, like maybe it's like the credit card system or whatever, the validation. Yeah, yeah. And so I actually linked my my PayPal was linked to my Microsoft account, so I changed my payment method to PayPal, and it went through like instantly. Smart. So, so it was like the the Visa validation servers were getting crushed. So I yes. PayPal well, is jamming smooth, it up. Yep. And the yeah, great PayPal thing. and the, the Instapay or whatever is yeah. it was the way to go because otherwise you're sitting there trying to put in your card information or yeah. signing into this, that, and the other thing, and people are just swooping in. Yep. That was the nice thing about Microsoft Store is that's like linked to my Xbox account, so it has like all my payment info already in there. So that was Good. nice. And they're not charging me until it ships. So that's another Yeah, that's plus. that's how both of ours are. Uh, it won't charge until it ships, which gives me time to work my ass off and do as much <laughs> overtime as possible to try to negate the fact yeah. that we just spent $1,000 on PlayStation. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm excited just because like I play NHL mostly now. I play NHL and PGA. Like That's my two games right now, honestly. Yeah. Big, boring sports gamer here. But my Xbox only does 30 frames a second, so I'm kind of excited to even just play those games in 60 frames a second. <laughs> yeah, so even, even though NHL, NHL 21 is not going to be on the Xbox Series X per se, but you can play it's it, not it and it will, it will play it in 60 FPS? Well, it's like it's optimized for the Xbox One X, so I don't have... I still have like the Xbox One, like the, the okay. OG launch. But Which when is, you get the Series X, will that optimize it up to the standards of the One X? Yes. Okay, so you get to play it in a more smoother... Yeah, so if you're playing an anywhere, Xbox okay. One game on the Xbox Series X, 
you get yeah. jumped up to the Xbox One X version. Okay, neat. Yeah. Yeah, Very it, it, that's like the whole like play anywhere type thing where it's like the game delivery platform just like detects what system you have and what the highest level of the game is. And if you have like the Xbox Series X, you're always going to have the highest version of that, whatever is available. If, if you're playing really Assassin's cool. Creed, you're going to get thick. Like if you say you buy Xbox, say you buy Assassin's Creed like for Xbox One. Like the yeah. OG Xbox One, you're gonna get that 30 frames a second. But then a year later, you buy the Xbox Series X and you boot up the same Assassin's Creed game. You're it gonna then answer. you're gonna get you're gonna get served the Xbox Series X version. So that's you just awesome. Get, yeah, you just automatically get bumped up to like whatever version runs the best on your console. Okay, so see, I don't feel as bad now not jumping at the the Series X because I have a One X. The One X is super powerful powerful already. Yeah, um, that's why like they're still four hundred dollars or whatever because like yeah they're they're four K Blu Ray players yeah. you know they they they're they're, they're actually better machine. they're they're still stronger than the Series S. Okay, yeah, the Series S, which is the digital version. Yes, yes. but not only is it just digital, it's also weaker. It can only do fourteen forty. Uh, it has a little less. Okay. Um, like the the video card's a little weaker. Um, yeah, the CPU is weaker. Like it's a weaker console. It's still good, but yeah, it's just it's that is strictly like the budget. Like if you don't want to spend yeah. five hundred bucks on an Xbox, it's three hundred dollars. It's cheaper than the One X. Yeah, it's a situational thing, especially if you, like in your case, you have a, an OG Xbox One. Yeah, this is a huge upgrade for me. <laughs> yeah, so if you didn't get an S or an X, getting the Series S is a pretty big jump from yeah. a, an Xbox. And honestly, so it's a matter of if I had a One X right now, I probably wouldn't jump at the Series X. Okay. See, that was my dilemma. Was I was like, I have a One X. Yeah, you don't need and it. And I, I feel like there isn't a, the, any games out coming directly for the Series X that I'm like, I have to get it. Yeah, there's because nothing. it's going to look so good or play so well. There's nothing. I have a One X. Okay. I, I really, so. I really have been tempted. So I guess. Um, I kind of want to talk about a little bit of the X Cloud, like real quick. Have you heard about that at all? No, hit me with it. So Game Pass uh, just released or launched the X Cloud, they call it. Um, so basically, you can play any game on Game Pass from anywhere on any Android device. So, oh wow, yeah, it's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, so there's no installing. You stream it. It's like uh, the Stadia kind of. It's kind of like the, if Stadia was po- like popular, this would be like the Stadia killer. Yeah, yeah. Um, you don't. So I was literally just on my phone, and I kind of wanted to try it. So I just download. I didn't download it. I clicked open Game Pass. It's literally in the Game Pass app. So I'm looking at games, and I just like click Fallout seventy six, and I clicked play, and instantly Fallout seventy six launched on my phone. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, unfortunately, I couldn't, I wanted to test out, like, the latency. Like, I've heard it's pretty, if you're on the same Wi Fi, it's, like, seamless. Like, it's like you're just playing it. But, okay. um, So if you're in the same house, is, yes, you know, building or whatever, maybe. Yeah. Um, I heard there's a little latency if you're on, like, not super high speed Mm -hmm. somewhere else. But, um, it depends what you're playing, you know. But it's still, it's just cool. And I think it's like one of those technologies that's only going to get better in a few years. Like, 
I think it's yeah. gonna be pretty flawless. I know Steam's been playing with it. P- uh, PlayStation yeah. Four kind of had something like it with the Vita, but mm-hmm. it, it was very, very. Like, I remember I was super excited for it, and I remember trying to play MLB the Show on my yeah. Vita, streaming it from my PS4. But like, that's a game that's so reliant on timing. Like that little split second lag made it unplayable. Yeah. Um, so it's not, yeah. I'm just excited about. I think that's gonna be like a huge feature, and I'm actually really tempted to buy. They sell these like little controllers that you can put on either side of your android and it kind of makes yeah. it look like a switch yeah that's so awesome. you can have like a switch xbox one basically which that's or xbox really series x whatever you want to call it that's really neat and game pass has a lot of those like smaller indie games on there too so that works perfect where yeah. you're not like melting your phone I and mean, <laughs> right. my yeah. phone's almost five years old i'm you're probably just, not going to be trying this you're just but... streaming it you're not actually the phone isn't doing any processing like the, ser- yeah. the Microsoft servers are like running the game for you, and then are streaming like the output yeah. to your. It's like device. just how much your phone can handle in terms of it's all networking bandwidth. Yeah, right? yeah, it's all network. You're not doing yeah. any process. There's no CPU, there's no GPU being yeah. done on your side. That's all being done server side. So this is how yeah. fast your phone can. Process this is data. Android only. Android only right now. Yep. Okay. I think there's plans to go uh, iOS, but that's always like it's hard to develop for iOS because Apple's such like a yeah. It'd be foolish not with. to pursue it for them. I mean, obviously yeah. you're cutting out almost over half of the yeah, yeah for market. sure yeah. So, but it's but that, that's a pretty neat feature. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Definitely uh, something to look forward to. Hell yeah! And uh, that's one thing we got to talk about with this launch is the games. Yeah, I mean, I, I, me personally, and I know you have a different opinion on this. I thought Sony announced a lot of great shit to come out within the first year of its console's life cycle. Can you I remind this, me? This may be one of the best year one console to game launches. I also ever. don't trust it. Like trust in like the time periods that they're giving. Yeah, I mean, anyone could say in the next year we're gonna release this. Like, how how often do games get delayed? Oh yeah, it's, it's true. Speaking of delayed games, I think Cyberpunk finally comes out in November, yep. right around the time that the PS5 and the Xbox Series X. Yeah, drop, I say it's, it's like the twelfth like, hey. or something, right? <laughs> What's that? It's like the twelfth, I think, right? I want to say it's almost on the same. Yeah, the PlayStation comes out on the twelfth. Right, and I think the Xbox comes out on the tenth. I think you have a two-day window where the Xbox is out first. I mean, when you Google Cyberpunk twenty seven seventy release, like it doesn't even come up. Uh, it just says twenty twenty November. Uh, no, that's November nineteenth. Okay, the nineteenth. So, so it comes out after or, these yeah, big series. Come. So a lot of people have been looking forward to that game for a very, very long time. But still, so. it would be nice to have like the the best but version point- or whatever. Point definitely taken on if they can come out with these games on time. But as far as just the launch titles for Sony, this is a pretty good launch lineup for a Sony console. We remember back in PS4 days and PS3 days, the games weren't that great, right? Right. They weren't that great. The PS3 360 had like such weak launches. Yeah. But we have the Demon Souls remastered, which amongst that community is absolutely massive. Uh, yeah, because those people always talk. Demon Souls needs this. this blah, blah, blah. It was game, terribly, right? it was a terribly janky game made by Atlas mm-hmm. and from software. 
And then finally, you know, it went away from there and from software took over. But it's very janky. It's souls. And in my opinion, the terms of like the bosses, the atmosphere, the action was better than Dark Souls. But the game's controls were just so stiff that when you lost, you did you knew it was the game's fault. Yeah. You know, like more often than not, you were like, man, I hit the roll button. What the hell? While in Dark Souls, you're like, oh, man, I I mistimed my role or something like the controls were there. But Demon Souls having this new gameplay mechanic and the controls are refined and, uh, you know, it's got the the beefed up uh, graphics and everything. That's a huge game for a lot of people to be out on launch. And it kind of came out of nowhere, to be honest. They announced Mm -hmm. it, what, like two conferences ago and now it's a launch title like. Yeah, it's I think that's a title that's like good for the fans of that series but i don't think it's like a console mover i think it's like a pretty niche market right like the, the, well, the soul thing players is, the thing is well everybody loves souls it seems everybody yeah, everybody that's a gamer loves souls yeah but yeah. like these people but, are buying the ps5 no matter what yeah, yeah. you know what i mean but it, it seems like especially when they had bloodborne mm. exclusive to the the ps4 yeah. And now Demon Souls Remaster is going to be exclusive to the PS5 and like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. If we're moving in that direction, you think From Software may be more inclined to make games for Sony until Microsoft than, buys them. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, oh. But Great. Demon Souls launch title, you have the Spider-Man Miles Morales which is available on both PS5 and PS4. Mm-hmm. Um people love Spider-Man. People do love their Spider-Man. And that's going to be Sony exclusive. They own the rights to Mr. Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So that's another big title. A lot of people, I think, are going to jump on right away. People I feel love the last Spider-Man. I'm trying not to be biased, but I feel like it's worth mentioning the whole um, how we were just talking about how on Xbox, if you buy like Xbox One version <laughs> and upgrade to Xbox Series X, it just automatically upgrades it for you. Yeah, not, not the case for Spider. They they confirmed not the case for Spider-Man. Miles Morales. If you buy yeah, the, if it, you buy the PS4 version, you're gonna have to buy the PS5 version later. Yeah, <clears> if you want if you want the difference for sure. Yeah, and I don't know if that's just for that particular game. Yeah, they they they're being very vague about the whole the thing. Yeah, yeah, they're not really confirming any. They did confirm it for that game. Yeah, maybe it's something they're working on now that they know that Xbox has it. Right. And they're like, man, we got to match that for sure. Right. <clears throat> but the Spider Man, I, I personally. I haven't even played the last Spider-Man, but I've only yeah. heard good things about it. But I'm sure a lot of people. I heard the game's good. This. Yeah, I'm not a big superhero guy, so it, those games like I've never seen an Avengers movie or anything. Yeah, I'm the uh, same way. Yeah, we're the worst. <laughs> we're yeah. the worst. So I don't know. But I've heard the game. the The Spider-Man game is really good. Yeah, it's just not for me. Same. I'm sure it's fun. I'm sure it's fun. I probably if I picked it up and played it, I'm sure because I, I did the same thing with Batman games. I don't know fucking thing about batman but i did i got into the arkham night the arkham was arkham asylum was the first one that game was fucking awesome it was so fun i got super into it i collected all like the joker cards or whatever like uh, it was fun it was a good game but again like all like the cool stuff that like the fans probably appreciated was totally lost on me i was just playing it was like a kind of like a um i want to say almost like a god of war where you just like Mm-hmm. Kind of, I don't know what we'd call that kind of game, like an action game, I guess. But like action hack and slasher. It was kind of yeah, it was like hack, but like that was all about like putting combos together while you're, you know, 
I like God yeah, of War is like awesome. Or, or, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where it's fun to like, like square, square, triangle, and go into that guy, throw that guy over your shoulders. That's kind of, it was like addicting gameplay in that sense. Yeah, for sure. And then we have for the kids, we got Sackboy's Big Adventure. <laughs> oh boy. For the kids, you for gotta kids. have one, right? And I, I will say, this is a serious upgrade over Knack from PS4. <laughs> so <laughs> at least we have a recognizable character that kind of represents Sony. In is the that even recognizable kind of. anymore? Sackboy? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. People, there... people know Little Big Planet pretty well. If you're like 16, though, you don't. Not currently, yeah. And this yeah. will bring them into it. It's been a long time, that? I feel like. Yeah. It's kind of a reimagining of uh, what Sackboy does here. It's his yeah. own 3D platform adventure. Again, a lot of these games are kind of like tech demos for what the system can do. Right. And I think that the Sackboy is a perfect... Is perfect Rack- character to make like a little spin-off platformer sure. game to show people what what's what it's capable of. Is Ratchet and Clank a launch title? I think it's it's coming out in the launch window. I don't think it comes out day one. I'm not a hundred percent sure if they've updated that or not yet, but I mm. think it's it's in the launch window, quote unquote. Yeah, because that, that those games are always fun. I wouldn't buy a console for it, but it looks fun. Yeah, Ratchet and Clank is a lot of fun, but again, yeah, it's not a console seller. That's mm-hmm. for sure. I actually got the platinum on the one on PS4. It's one of my only platinum trophies. Yeah, it's good times, man. Yeah, it's actually I've never actually played one before that one either. Oh, really? Yeah, that was a reimagining of the first one. Yeah. Um, Ratchet ne- and Clank Deadlocked is the best. I just never. Um, it was like an awkward age when those came out, where I thought I was like too cool for them. Like that was probably like thirteen. Yeah. You know, when Ratchet yeah. and Clank was coming out, so I was like, oh, it's kitty shit, the game. Wombax, lame. Yeah. yeah, so I kind of like missed out on like those those games. Jack and Daxter, Ratchet and Clank, Never Sly Cooper. Them. Never played them. Sly, yeah. Sly Cooper is so good. Yeah. Like so said, good. I'm such a lame gamer. I just play mainly sports games. <laughs> lame gamer. That's me. And then you have Astro's Playroom. Which is another kind of cutesy platformer that's another tech demo. I mean, it's not going to be anything super amazing. It's just going to kind of show you the cute little... I feel like they have a lot theme. of those. Don't they have bug snacks, too? I think so, but that's like an official game, and I think that comes out later on. I don't think that comes out right yeah, away. It's, just, it's a kind of different for Sony to have so many like kid-friendly games. It, it, it kind of is, but it, you think back, it, I mean, we just talked about Ratchet and Clank and Jack and Daxter and all yeah. that kind of tie the Tasmanian tiger, you know, they do have these kind of playful, cartoony platforming things. Hmm. It's just they never seem to stick with one. You know what I mean? Like they had yeah. Crash Bandicoot back right. in the day, but we all know he's gone. Yeah. So yeah, I think they're trying to recapture that kind of feeling of, hey, you're never going to catch Mario. Right. Yeah. Xbox doesn't even try. I can't even think <laughs> of a platformer. Oh, Super Lucky's Tale. Sure. Was, that was really fun. I mean, is I that a squirrel? It. It's a fox. It's a fox. Yeah, I can kind of envision yeah. it. Yeah. He's a little fox, and it, it got ported to the uh, the Switch. They anyway. kind of they kind of try with Banjo Kazooie after uh, like uh, in the 360 era, they had nuts and bolts or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, once they bought Rare, yeah, yeah. they did have Banjo Kazooie. And how can I forget Ori? Ori in the Blind Forest, yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite games. Ori in the Will of the Wisps. Mm-hmm. But and you got the Godfall, which I have no, 
I have no interest in, but people that enjoy Gearbox games, but it has like the, I guess it's an action RPG. Dude, this that, one game, is. that game is like a meme in my Discord. I don't know if you follow that. I don't know. I don't know much about it. I saw a trailer for it and it looked good, but it looked like the type of no. good where you're like, okay, they're looks, making this look better than it is. Yeah, it's like, it's annoying because they're trying to push this game as like revolutionary and like it just looks so generic like i don't know they're like basically i remember them showing like the demo of it you know like mm-hmm. press square multiple times for quick attacks like, <laughs> or press triangle for one heavy attack, strong attack and i was yeah. like oh my god wow like yeah. revolutionary shit here i think generic is the perfect word to describe what i felt when i saw it yeah, yeah it just looks like i don't know and it- is this one of the free to play? Well, there, there's one that's a free to play. No, it's not free to play. This is not free to play. Okay, no. I was gonna say Gearbox made it. I highly doubt it's free. To play. <laughs> no, that's uh, they're really pushing that game though, and I think that's gonna. Yeah. It reminds me. I remember telling somebody on Discord that it's giving me vibes of. Um, you remember Rise for Xbox One? The launch oh title, yeah, yep. Where they like shoved that down our throats when Xbox One launched. And every time I was watching a trailer for it or gameplay from it, I was like, this does nothing for me. It does not look great. Yeah, yeah, this is... It was generic. It looked super generic and just didn't look good. And they... they, I don't know. It was almost like they spent so much money on it, they didn't want to, like, give up on it. But I'm getting the same vibes from Godfall. Yeah. Now, Gearbox made... They made the one game that came out the same time as Overwatch, and I can't even remember the name of it. Oh, That's why. Battle. It's had to be in it. And it eventually went free to play, and it just came out at the worst time possible. Oh, my God. Battle. If I didn't have such a freaking long day. Um, I, I can't remember, and you want to know what the worst part? I so- went to a premiere party of it <laughs> Man. during uh, PAX East, where they, it was plastered everywhere. Battleborn. 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 Yeah, I got and half they of it. marketed the living shit out of Battleborn. Yeah. Like, it was the coolest thing ever, <laughs> and nobody cared. So yeah. that, I get that vibe from Godfall, too. Yeah, That's what I would, like, it's like, ugh. They, they had a rocking party, and people dressed <laughs> up, and everybody was there. I saw Adam Sessler there. That's, <laughs> the, like, the crowning moment. I saw Adam Sessler at the <laughs> Battleborn party, and I'm like, Wow, this looks like really cool. This is going to be a big game, and then, right, yeah. Nothing. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know if Godfall will go the same way. There's um, no way Godfall gets popular. Like it's like there's just no way. It's such a a trendy dog eat dog world in the gaming industry now that games like this just they just don't make it. You right, know, they yeah. kind of fall through the cracks. It seems. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, you have Assassin's Creed Valhalla for the people that are into that. I haven't played an Assassin's Creed game since Brotherhood, yeah. which I think was the third one ever made. Um, doesn't mean they're bad. It just means I, I kind of got tired of them and I didn't play one since. Right, yeah. They're very repetitive. Like, but That's some people's I've, jam. I've heard the newer ones are a little better, but like you said, but, it's some people's jam. I've wanted to play like one of them like revolves around like the Napoleon era and I kind of want to try that one but i think it's also the worst one unity so just from yeah, what i've heard have bad things to say about unity yeah. so it's like eh, i don't really care that i don't want to waste my time playing like i've played i played the og i played brotherhood and i played two so i feel like i just never have to play assassin's creed ever again 
Yeah. I, I hear Black Flag's really good, but I, I haven't dove in. Yeah. I, I've wanted to play three a little. Like, the, the games, they, they, they're interesting. Like, three takes place in, like, Boston, so I kind of want to check that out. But it's like, eh. I don't want to, I don't, like you said, I just don't want to waste my time in yeah. Assassin's Creed. <laughs> the thing but, that draws me into them, and I think a lot of people love about it, is, is like you said, the history. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a story history. taking place in history, and it's cool to see those monumental figures mm. and have, like, this assassin plot going on during those times. Yeah, the stories are really good, and they suck you in for sure. The like main a, gist of the story, though, is that the guy's wearing a fucking VR helmet or something, right? Um, or was that that's what it started as? Is it a VR helmet or is it just like uh, the Animus or is that what they called it? I think he had so. he's had to lay on the table and they were going through like his. It, it's not like lineage. a VR helmet. Like he, yeah, he go, he lives somebody else's memories. Okay, and then yeah, yeah I just it's, thought it's, right, it's, it's Yeah, right. <laughs> Why do we have to involve some schmuck in the year 2010? Just fucking give me George Washington. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But Assassin's Creed Valhalla, a launch title on the PlayStation 5. Is that also going to be available on the uh, Xbox Series X? I I would assume so, yeah. I th- I think I think it is just because I've heard like I said I that Xbox like tier delivery system was kind of they use Assassin's Creed as a example. Yeah, and I don't think Assassin's Creed's ever been exclusive. To any anybody? No, no. Yeah. Um, and then we have the Devil May Cry Five Special Edition. <sighs> just, just for you. Just for me. I will say this: I, I won't be picking this up if it costs money. Obviously, <sighs> I'm not going to pay for the same game. But Devil May Cry, the series itself, will benefit greatly. From being able to be played in 120 frames per second. Yeah, I feel like the fast-paced combat, the smooth. You know, it it's it's a game made for smooth gameplay. Yeah. So I think it's a really cool thing for the people that are a fan of it. Mm -hmm. Um, Would I personally spend however much it's going to be? And it's going to be on the Series X and the PS5, so it's not like an exclusive, but. That's a pretty neat thing, in my opinion, to kind of show off, like, this is how we enhance your games. Like, this is what we can do to enhance what you saw on PS4 in comparison to PS5 and, like, kind of give you an idea of just how much is pumping out in comparison mm-hmm. to the, the previous console, which, <laughs> I mean, it's not a huge thing, but at least it's an option for, for the people that love it. Yeah, I think the frames per second thing, like you said, is going to be... I think a lot of people console gamers especially don't really appreciate that but it's like life-changing it really is i the first time i popped in my series or my xbox one x and i got the gears 5 version i popped in gears 5 and i just sat there with my jaw open for <sighs> like legitimately 10 minutes looking at everything because yeah. i was like holy shit i never thought a console could look like this like yeah. i was like never pc yes but I'd never even dreamed of a console looking that good. And you have to have uh, a 4K TV as well and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I'm it, one thing that's definitely going to be like lost on people, especially, you know, casual gamers and even like a step above casual is like people don't know how like refresh rates work and monitors and stuff like that. So, you know, they're really like advertising these 120 Hertz, like 120 frames per second. But most like if you're playing on a TV, your TV probably doesn't do more than 60. So, yep. You have to pay attention to your refresh rate, your motion capability and all that. A lot of people don't understand that. 
and like that's I, how they get you. Like I play on a gaming monitor, so I'm gonna definitely get it. Like I play like my all my PC, all my consoles are plugged into my PC monitor and switch the HDMI switch. But uh, there you go. Most people probably don't do that, especially console gamers. Um, yep. So I just think that's something that is definitely like a marketing thing, right? Like you're saying, oh, 120 frames a second, even though you know 90% of the people buying it are going to play on a mm-hmm. big screen TV. And big screen TVs do not have 120 hertz refresh rates. Not unless you specifically went looking for it, and the, even then, the price tag would yeah, probably most, turn most people away. Most people just buy like the cheapest TV. Nobody's like, yeah. no, or like everyone's looking at resolution, not looking at refresh rates. Yeah, they'll be like, oh, my Xbox will look good on this, but they don't. It's still gonna look good. You're just not gonna. It's gonna look way better than what they had, probably. You're but not gonna, it's gonna not notice gonna the, the frames a second. Yeah, you're not gonna notice. Like you're gonna, people might even be like, oh, like frames a second don't matter. It's a, because you don't have. You're not seeing all the frames, you know? Yeah. And uh, last but not least that they have in the launch is Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, which, for me, doesn't sell. I don't <sighs> care about Call of Duty anymore, but there Looks is an absolutely massive market for it. Yeah. And that's a pretty big title to come out on launch day. Yep, it looks good. It looks fun. I mean, it's Call of Duty. Like, I love... <laughs> It's something that I think I told you before you started this podcast, like, playing Modern Warfare made me, like, appreciate Call of Duty a little more, just because, like, they strayed so far from the path that they paved to try to, like, under so much pressure to be different. Yeah. Um, with, like, jetpacks and wild running and shit, and... Yeah. Modern Warfare is such, like, a homage back to, like, what made the original, or, like, you know, the original Modern Warfare so good. It was, uh-huh. like... It was like it made, just made me appreciate it a little more and be like, you know, instead of like shitting on something just because like it's the same or popular, like maybe we should just appreciate it. it's an actual solid good game with fun mechanics. Yeah. Um, so I don't hate that it's like more of the same. Um, but something cool, I guess, with Cold War is like it's cross-gen crossplay, which is pretty fucking sweet. I think we might have talked That's about it before. Really, That's really cool. And yeah, so you like, brought that up last time. PS5 will be able to play PS4. And PS4 will be able to play with X1. X Series X. Just kind of neat. That's massive. Bringing yeah. everybody together. you It'll create longevity for the game itself. Yep. In this trendy kind of market that there is where, oh, well, the next big Battle Royale games out, or the next f- big shooters out, f- the next big this is out. I feel like Activision, so you know how they do like the Call of Duties where like they have like three different studios working on one. Yeah. So it takes like three years to make a Call of Duty that is take turns releasing theirs every yeah. year. I feel like they kind of regret that. I feel like they're like struck gold with Warzone. Modern Warfare is so popular, but like they can't just stop like yeah. development of a game with this. But, like I feel like they could have written Modern Warfare. For another year, easily, if they easily. wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like. Zone. But I think the whole. Like, industry is kind of moving away from those yearly releases and more about games as a service, mm-hmm. um, battle passes, and all that jazz. Um, and it's been nice, too, with Call of Duty moving away from, like, map packs and stuff like that. When a new map comes out and you, everybody gets it, it's not like a. Remember, that used to be like, the worst in Call of Duty 4 or whatever, yeah. Modern Warfare 2. Like, you have all your friends playing, and only like four of them buy the maps. 
Yeah, so you so, could play with your other friends because you, yeah. you had to be in the certain playlist that had the new maps. <laughs> and then every blah, time blah, blah. more maps came out, like the value of them just decreased more and more because just split the play base. Up. Yeah, yeah, it just sucked. It, remember what were those season passes or whatever they used to call them? They try to push when you bought the game on day one. Yeah, you get all the DLC. That was annoying. Yeah, the only one I ever bought was Gears Judgment. God damn it! <laughs> you chose the right one. Yeah, I was like, I love Gears of War. I will fucking play this game all year long. I'll never not play Ge- Gears Judgment. Wrong. <laughs> I played it for like four days. Oh, how wrong I was. Yeah, not a good, not a good time. So those are those are the launch titles. Um, I'm unsure if the Xbox Series X has anything different in terms of launch. Maybe you know more about it than I do because that's the route you went for launch. <sighs> what are you What are you looking to get on launch here? Um. On launch, I'm just going to be... I honestly don't even know. I'm just going to boot up Game Pass and see what I want to play, <laughs> if I'm being quite honest. Okay. So Game Pass is just going to be... Dude, I'm going to have... Like, with Game Pass, I have like 100 games right away. <laughs> yeah, know? but it's all games that are already out. Um, or do are they adding more once the Series X launches? They are adding more. Um, a big one... That comes out the same day. I know it's not going to interest you, and it. it's an old game. Is Destiny Two? Um, okay. But not only is it Destiny Two, like the new expansion comes out that day, and it's being oh, added to Game Pass okay. that day. So it's like you know, if you're playing Destiny Two, you're excited for November 10th because like new raids, new dungeons, new level cap, new gear, and then it's launching on Game Pass that day as well. So it's just kind of cool um, in that sense. Um, yeah. What is coming out on launch for Xbox? You probably should have looked this up before you. Xbox launch titles. Okay, um, I, I got I got a couple here. You yeah, can go ahead. bring them up. Um, NBA 2K21 is going to be out. <laughs> I mean, it's out for the other systems now, but it'll be yeah. on the Series X when it when it drops, which is cool mm. for a lot of people. Um, Dirt 5. Launches on the Xbox One and PS4 on November 6th, but it comes out on the Series X as well. Um, that's just like one of those rally car, you know, racers. That might oh, be cool to uh, show like, off the power in the yeah, FPS I like as well. Yeah, games. They're a lot of fun. Um, Bright Memory. I think I'm looking at the same list as you. Uh, yeah, I've never heard of that. That looks The screenshot looks interesting, though. Yeah. Uh, it three says first person shoot. Devil May Cry. Yeah. Wow. I think that, I, you're buying an Xbox right now, aren't you? That kind of has my attention. Yeah, I just want to see what it's all about. <laughs> um, Tetris. And then, come on, you gotta want Tetris. You want Tetris. Connected. Oh, Tetris Effect connected. <laughs> Tetris Effect looks so cool on the PS4 Pro, what and it does that? have a 3D or like a virtual vision as well. Is that like Tetris 99 is, or whatever. Tetris Effect is. It was made for uh, VR, basically. But it also has like a 4K version, like uh, on the PS4 Pro, and it's it's got like the colors and all this shit's going on in the background, and there's music playing. It, it's like one of those mood games. I see. So you're playing Tetris, and then certain effects will take place where if you turn left, the piece will turn right, and you have to kind of like oh, put it in your head, or yeah, the screen yeah. will flip upside down, gotcha. and you got to go up rather than down. It's a very yeah unique thing. Um, but that's cool that there's a version now for the uh, the Series X, and it's like a 2.0, mm-hmm. which is pretty neat. 
Um, yeah, so basically it doesn't look like there's a whole ton here. Um, like I said, uh, if it wasn't for like the upgraded Xbox One games, I probably wouldn't be buying lunch day or being excited for lunch day at that. Yeah. Um, I'll, I think I might end up with Call of Duty on Xbox One. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Or, sorry, Xbox Series X. Just because I think at this point the Xbox Series X is going to be better than my computer. Um, and I don't know, it'll give me a reason to play on it, right? <laughs> and I can still play with my friends on PC, like Connor, right? It'll be on PC. Yeah. So, you know, I can still play with them. So, I don't know, I was watching, uh, I was watching somebody play it, like the Alpha was live this past weekend, and I was like, this kind of mm-hmm. looks, like it looks like Call of Duty, it looks fun, and I was like, you know, maybe that's a good excuse to use my Xbox Series X. Uh, yeah. Might be worth it, you know. And this Falconeer game looks pretty cool. Speaking, an, yeah, that, go ahead. It says it's like a dogfighting game. Like a, yeah. like a airplane game. That's a pretty cool kind of tech demo game to show off. Yeah, for sure. Um, I did. It's like fun. You know what that game reminds me of? What's that Ubisoft game coming out there? Uh, that's like totally like a ripoff of Breath of the Wild, Phoenix Rising or oh, something like that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, dude, that game looks phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Did you... I, I didn't get to see much of it, but I know what you're talking Man, about. Man, it looks so good. Like, I don't even, like, they, they didn't really show a ton of gameplay. It was just, like, trailers. Um, But it just looks fun. It looks exactly like Breath of the Wild. The art is, like, kind of lighthearted. It's bright colored. A uh, little cartoony. It was like Fable and Breath of the Wild had a baby. And it, it just huh. looks really good. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to be on PS5 as well. Um, Ooh. But something to look forward to there as it just looks like a solid game for sure yeah and it looks like the new watchdogs game comes out on launch for the series x never got into that which, that series some people like it some people don't i mean it's got kind of that hacker cyberpunk vibe that mm. you, you think and this one they've been touting this one for like two or three years now yeah, it's like that they've yeah. been kind of showing it off here and there, so that might have some interest for people. And again, all of these are available through Game Pass, right? Or just some of them? No, not all of them. Okay, um, so just some of them, probably like yeah. main, like first party titles are. Yeah, and as Microsoft continues to buy, <laughs> yeah, that's buy another thing we got. Yeah, we talk didn't about. talk about the Bethesda, yeah, wow. but yeah, they're buying like everyone. So I mean, the big rumor coming up is that they are. Super close to requiring Sega, actually. Um, and there is a lot of things that point to that. Like, there, all the Yakuza games are already on Game Pass. I was going to say, I think the, the Yakuza Like a Dragon is another one of the launch. Uh, yeah, that will probably be a Game Pass launch title. Um, but, yeah, they're all there. Um, it's just, like, these little hints that people have been digging up. Because it has been popping up in rumors... And since then, people have been, like, looking at, like, reading into the tweets and stuff. Like, uh, like, Sega tweeted from, like, the Japanese account or something. Like, a woman, like, it was just a picture of a woman, like, putting her head down on her desk. And her arms across in an X, and then there's a box next to her arms. (laughs) It's totally, like, irrelevant. Like, it's not a tweet about Xbox or anything. It's just, like, one of those things, like, hmm. Dude, I love... 
I love video game social media. It's like <laughs> the detectives, like they let them loose. Yeah. And they're and like, that, oh, they registered the Twitter name Yakuza Xbox today. Like who right. fucking finds this shit out? It's so crazy. Right. Um, and then the two other big things that kind of point to it are they are releasing a blue Xbox controller at launch that oh. has like, it has black shoulder buttons and a white back, which has happened and somebody went into like Photoshop and like grabbed like the hue color of the controller and it's the same exact hue of the blue Sega logo. It's Sega blue. It's an actual color. Yeah. Yeah, so Sega, it's a Sega blue controller with a white back, just like Sonic's like tummy. That's um, really neat. Yep. Um, and then the last one is like pretty obvious, but like Phil Spencer or whatever was in a video when he's wearing a Sonic the Hedgehog t-shirt. So <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah. Um, so it, what would that mean for Xbox? Like, what is Sega? Yakuza is a big one. Yakuza, yeah, like, Sonic the Hedgehog, right? Like, I mean, we were just talking well, about how they don't have a cartoony platformer that would solve that right there. And Sonic, for the Genesis, like that era, he had the attitude, right? I feel yeah. like Xbox's marketing and their branding is almost perfect for Sonic. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. Um, and what's kind of funny, too, is like... some I saw a tweet saying basically... Microsoft could like release their own Smash Brothers now, like with all these like uh, acquisitions they've had, and it's so true. They, they could honestly, um, they really could. Well, what else does Sega have? Um, I mean, it, there's a, so much potential. Just things that like died, and like you know that Microsoft could fund. You know, any like literally anything. Shinobi, Shenmue, um, Shenmue's Super Big One, yeah, Super Monkey Ball. Uh, Virtua Fighter, Virtua Cop, like all those, like all those games. Uh, what's the Streets of Rage? Streets of Rage. So many. The Panzer series. If they came out with a Panzer Dragoon game, Jet, Jet Set Radio, like uh, Daytona USA. Uh, did they do Crazy Taxi? Uh, it's true. There's a lot that they could do, even if they just brought it back in like a virtual console setting, or just put it on Game Pass. Yeah, like just think wouldn't of people that. play old school. I mean, I wouldn't, but like Echo the Dolphin or Altered Beast or like to have that Sega library opened up on your your Game Pass Mm -hmm. or even for sale for like five bucks to buy Sonic Collection Uh or some shit like that. Uh, Sega also has acquired throughout the years um, Relic Entertainment, Atlas, and uh, who else is this? Oh, the Creative Assembly. They make the Total War series, which is big in PC, in the PC world. Um, So Relic Entertainment does Company Heroes in the Warhammer series. Mm -hmm. Um, Atlas, obviously, is Persona. Yeah, Um, I was going to say Persona's huge. And that was a PlayStation exclusive mm -hmm, last mm -hmm, gen. mm -hmm. Persona 5. So technically Sega owns that. Wow. According to this Wikipedia article that I am in. That's pretty cool. I I like that. I think that's a pretty good get if they can get Sega and Bethesda. One of Bethesda's biggest thing is like they pump games out. And when they do, how do I describe it? Like their games go from full price to 20 bucks in like a month and a half. Right. 
Like you got the Wolfenstein, you got um, so what was it, Evil Within. Mm-hmm. Is that one as well? Like they have these franchises. Well, they had one like Prey or something too, right? Prey. Yeah, I think Prey was one of theirs, and it, like they have these formulas. So maybe with Microsoft's backing, they could come Microsoft. out with these games and make them a little more solid in terms of Microsoft has so much money. It's not even funny. Like that's right. They they got Bethesda for seven and a half billion dollars. That's insane. Like. Sony's worth like sixteen and a half billion or something. Like it's crazy. I know. I just can't even imagine. And that was like one thing. I have uh, one fear, and it's that (laughs) lately, you know, the trend is is if you just go out and buy all this stuff, you know, to try to be like, okay, I need stuff, I got to buy stuff, and then you overwhelm that stuff. It kind of waters down the quality of that stuff. So I'm hoping. like Telltale Games did it, right? Mm-hmm. They came out with that Walking Dead and everybody went nuts. So they went yeah. out and bought the rights to fucking everything. And right. then all of a sudden, like their games were trash. They had deadlines to meet. They had all this stuff that had to be push, push, push. So I'm hoping, and I, I don't think Microsoft will go the same way. I'm just hoping that it doesn't happen that way where they buy these Sega products, you know, and then we end up with another Konami situation. <sighs> where yeah. Microsoft owns the rights to Sonic the Hedgehog. They haven't made a game in 10 years. Right. Because um, they're too busy making all this other stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's good to see how it plays out, but, you know, just having all of this in their back pocket is going to be huge. And just for them, and keeps other people from making them too. So from their end, it's a nice little, yeah, uh, like stuffing the competition a little bit. Um, I don't know. I don't really think that it'll go like the Telltale games because, like, Telltale games are Telltale games, right? There's only one way to make them. Like this yeah. is, they have such a variety of yeah. games they can make here, or That's like fun or fund. Like they can literally do anything. They can go Golden Axe. <laughs> they can go. It's true. Oh my god! And there's, I'm thinking of all these like Sega games out of like. I just uh, hope they utilize it. I mean, it would be cool to see the retro games, but you could go download an emulator and play those whenever you want. Yeah, I don't I mean like I don't mean titles. Yeah, I'm not saying. I'm not saying that at all. Like I'm not. I'm visioning. I'm talking about reviving the series. I'm not talking yeah. about. I'm not talking yeah. about re-releasing these old games. Like fuck that. I'm. I'm. When I say like, when I bring up like Shenmue, like I want like you know a new Shenmue or like, <laughs> you know when I say uh, Crazy Taxi, I want a new Crazy Taxi. I'm not. I'm not saying yeah. like, the same ones again. Mm-hmm. Good. So yeah, I think Microsoft is definitely doing. They're making good moves here. They're making the right moves, in my opinion. Um, right. In my personal opinion, though, I think Sony still edges them out in the exclusives department. Um, but that's... I, I think that's going to be the case, just because of the... We'll see. What they have. Um, we'll see. If the Elder Scrolls that they have been, quote-unquote, working on for the last five years... What was the... Like, they... They did it at E3 where they just showed a little video they of like a mountain. It. Yeah, they didn't really call it anything, I don't think. Now, if they get bought out, that's going to be exclusive, right? Yeah, they'll, so they're, Microsoft is honoring, like, there's two Bethesda games coming out, like, on PS5 that uh-huh. were already announced, and they're honoring that, but, like, going forward, they say it's going to be a case-by-case basis. So, okay. they're leaving so it open, yeah. They want it to be an exclusive, which, yeah. I mean, you should probably keep they probably uh, should, but maybe if they're sitting in like the boat where your PS5 is still shitting on them, they just release it and make more money by selling more copies. Like who knows? 
But I think they're not just not committing so that they have keeping their options open. Mm -hmm. So, but like I said, in my opinion, I think PlayStation has the edge in first party exclusives with your, your God of War Ragnarok, your Horizon, your potential Last of Us 3, your potential Uncharted series, whatever you want to do with those. I just feel like they're heavier hitters currently. Yeah. But now that Xbox has Bethesda, now that Xbox potentially could have Sega, I feel like they can come out with some yeah. some new IPs that can contend with that, and that's awesome. For sure, and it. they're not done, you know. Like they, I've heard that <laughs> they are on a buying spree right now. They're buying everyone. <laughs> Do it. They have that. They have the Xbox and they have the PC market too. Yep. Yep. They can combine the two, and that's such a, a great stance for them to be in. And I'm I'm so excited, man. This sounds, it feels like the Super Nintendo Genesis rivalry. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I. I, I it just feels like you know Sony versus Xbox, and then Nintendo's just off running away with everything. Because yeah, they got always, they're doing their own thing. They have like a totally different market. They'll always be like number one in my my book. But well, they're they support themselves with their own games. So they're yeah. like doing their own thing. Like, Nintendo. They release Mario and Zelda and like Donkey Kong, and they have a good console. They have deeper roots than yeah. any other system. They they revived gaming as we know it. So let them have their shit. Like they're the king. Just let them be king. But these two people fighting it out underneath just makes me feel so. <laughs> I don't see it that way at all. But <laughs> sure. Why? I, I just don't think Nintendo's king. I just think they're they're think they're they're totally different market. Like. The, the 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 switch market and the X, the people that are like in the switch and the people that are in like series x and ps5 mm-hmm. like nobody's going like oh do i want a series x or a switch like you either just play your switch or you have it like in addition to your xbox or playstation but the, the difference is and why i say they are king is because nintendo like you said they're on an island of their own they yeah. are gonna get people are gonna buy Nintendo. there's nobody to fuck with nintendo yeah it's a, it's a completely different thing like it's exactly. not yeah so if you're going I you're gonna it. choose between playstation xbox but yeah. when it comes to nintendo you're I getting suppose. the fucking nintendo I, I, everybody's I, gonna okay. get the fucking nintendo All right, that makes so sense. that's why i think that like, they're on their own platform above everybody else i they guess don't have to mess with this advertising marketing bullshit they can come out with a nintendo direct and say like you know new blue kirby He's blue now, and people will be like, "Oh, Kirby!" And then they're yeah, like, you're right. People are just like, buy their shit for whatever reason. Like they're on, like they still, SoCom had better online than than the Switch does right now. Yeah, <laughs> it's insane. Yep, doesn't matter though because it's Nintendo. It's like Grandpa Nintendo. Like, yeah. oh, he served in the war. We're gonna listen to him. Whatever, <laughs> we'll let him do his thing. Yeah, and they're always be big in Japan, so it doesn't matter what happens over here either. They're big here too, and I think people just. They underestimate the handheld market and like how rest in peace Nintendo DS, by the way. I think that just recently uh, finally went out of uh, development or production. Yeah, the 3DS, yep. So, and that is what? That's the best selling handheld of all time, right? Yeah. Not even close. Yep. So, and it lasted the span of almost 20 years, I think. (laughs) It's like a 15 year cycle. Yeah. Um, and now they have their home console and their handheld in one. They're just, they're killing it. Nintendo is, Nintendo's king. But between these two, the, the ones underneath, I, I like, I like it. I like the battle. I like the fight. 
Um, I went with Sony off of launch just because of the exclusive titles and because I have a, an Xbox One X. If I didn't have the One X, I probably would have got both. Yeah. Yeah, if, I had, if there was anything to be excited about, I'd get both. I will get both eventually. Just I play my sports games on Xbox, so... Yeah, and they have that EA exclusive oh, yeah, that's uh, another, for yeah, Game Pass. EA Play, which I already pay for. Um, yeah. So that would be nice to not have to pay for that. And I only pay for that because I started playing NHL, and I used to play NHL on PS4, switched to Xbox, and it was cheaper for me to subscribe to EA Play than actually buy NHL, so... Yeah. That would be cool. Sweet! But yeah, is there anything else you wanted to touch on in terms of... Uh... These yeah. launches coming out, or no? I think um, we covered just about everything. There's so much. I'm sure we forgot a lot and didn't talk about a lot. But we're coming up on an hour here, so probably should cut it. But uh, yeah, no, I think. I, uh, I I mean, I can only imagine what's gonna happen this next week. What we can talk about next week, because I'm sure it'll be something. I know. At this rate, the news just keeps pouring in, right? Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's insane. But I wanted to mention uh, the Super Mario 3D All Stars did come out on the Switch That's that right. we talked about yeah. last time. Yeah, I actually got it's... it. <laughs> you picked it up? Uh, my sister got two copies by accident because she was just pre-ordering it whenever she could. Yeah. And uh, they accident she accidentally bought two, so I bought one off of her. Very nice. Yeah, I haven't played it. And yet. it's fun. Yeah. I like being able to play Galaxy without uh, the Wii Mote. Yeah, I've heard and that. Yeah. Mario. Mario Sunshine as well. I, I didn't realize just how much I disliked the GameCube controller until I played <laughs> Mario Sunshine on an actual right. Switch uh, Pro controller. Right. So. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it for me, too. I, I ain't got much else to say about it. I'm excited for my PlayStation 5 to come. Another month and a half. I know, it's it's happening so fast. Yeah, no, what, a, what a time to be a gamer. It's definitely the least excited time. I've been for a new gen, for sure. Yeah. This is like... It's, it's a, no reason to be hype right now, I don't think, but I am. Don't get me wrong. It's just like, I wish there was something like coming out, like a Halo or something that I could be excited for. Yeah. I, I guess mine with the PS5 is just because they have that, the Demon Souls and they have the, the first party titles available right away. So yeah. I am a little excited for that. Demon Souls, good game. It will be better now. Hopefully. And, um, uh, I'll probably get uh, Sackboy's Adventure because I'm a sucker for cute 3D platformers. <sighs> and yeah, I'll have a couple games at launch and I'll be waiting patiently for the, the big titles afterwards. Sounds good. All right, but that'll wrap it up for episode eight. I hope everybody listening that got this far enjoyed the content and we'll be back with episode nine potentially next week. Should be. And we'll have something new to talk about, I'm sure. Sounds good, John. All right, take it easy, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Peace. See you later. See you later.